You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. Captain, what signature's detected? Contact Starfleet Command. We have engaged the Klingons. You will never learn, Vulcan. Your tongue is too human. I'm trying to save you. I'm trying to save all of you. We target its neck, cut off its head. Starfleet doesn't fire first. We have to. My people were biologically determined for one purpose alone, to sense the coming of death. I sense it coming now. Brand new episode of I'm a Doctor, Not a Podcast, Cinema Geekly's Star Trek Podcast. It's Anthony Lewis along with Ben Knight. Hello, Ben. Hello, I had a squeaky chair. Did you hear? No, I didn't. Oh good. Well then this microphone's excellent. Carry on. We'll have to we'll have to get <laughs> we'll have to get that, that chair replaced. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry, it's been a while since we've done one of these. It's Fleet Admiral Ben Knight. My mistake. No, and, and I didn't beam in. I'm already here. It's fine. It's are, you st- are you still fleet? The production people? values of this show, this particular show on the Cinema Geekly Network, have gone down basically since Aurora left. Dramatically, yes. Um, yeah. Left this show anyway. <laughs> she left this show for greener pastures. Other other shows that we do apparently. Um, can you rank up past? Not fleet not, not incidentally that I'm taking that in any way personally, Aurora. Just so you know. Just so. Uh, can you rank up anywhere past Fleet Commander, by the way, or is that like as high as it goes? Are you Fleet Admiral? I think you'll find. Um, and Fleet Admiral, do you know what? Mistake, since since like uh, there are How two more. Well, that's that's fine. Um, there are two more episodes of Star Trek Online that have been released since I last played it. That's how long ago it is. So I don't know. Maybe they may have had to invent additional levels. I think uh, of uh, of command. Uh, I will play soon. Don't worry. Also joining us, it's not Aurora, but it's Aaron De La Osa. Hello, dude. What's up, man? Uh, I guess for the purposes of this show, because we don't know how many of these you're going to actually be on for, uh, what do you think, Ben? How about acting Ensign? Would that be good? Mm. How, do, how do you rock gray with weird little rainbow stripes? <laughs> do, you look, uh, do you look... I mean, gr- you know, my, my face is pretty Muppety on its own. Okay, you know, you know the look I'm going for. Do you, have any, uh, do you, have you saw him the other day. Do you have any Will Wheaton esque qualities to you? I uh, man, huh. no. Okay. Can you say Can you say the following sentence in the best spoiled little brat voice you can manage? I always get an A. Go for it. I always get an A. Is that what he yeah, said? Need to, we need to work on how bratty that is. Okay. Uh, hmm. I always get an A. Yeah, that's close. That's close. He'll do. Yeah, acting ensign. Mm. We're mm. Starfleet. We don't lie. How about that, Ben? Oh, nice. That's good. <laughs> wow. See, dude, that's what you've got to aspire to. That's, from that's Haven. pretty good. That's from Haven, everybody. Haven. Uh. Boy, that is, wow, smug. Jesus. <laughs> I'm going to find you. In fact, whilst we're doing this, I'm going to find you the I always get an A quote just so you can hear how goddamn much you want to punch him. It <laughs> feels up, like it, it feels like if I hear it in the right context, like, you know, it would make me have to shit. Yeah. Uh, 
Well, well, while you're talking, I'll put some plastic sheeting down. You crack on. <laughs> Uh, well, we're largely here because uh, CBS dropped. Uh, actually, they kind of did the, they did this earlier uh, in the day, a couple of days ago. They released the first still photograph of uh, the Star Trek Discovery television show, which uh, I thought was a pretty shitty first photograph to share with people because it <laughs> basically, like nothing about it said Star Trek. Uh, except that, you know, if you zoomed in close enough, you might be able to make out what might have been uh, a communicator or a tricorder. Uh, but it was did, did you not see the first promo photo for the Inhumans? No, I have not. <laughs> it's even shittier. <laughs> was it? Uh, yeah. I, mean, the... I actually thought, I'll tell you how shitty that was, I thought it was a parody of it. Right? It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this was, uh, I mean, this was like two characters in a in a desert. It could have been any sci-fi movie with a desert setting. Uh, so that was a lot of them. That wasn't that actually, <laughs> that wasn't that, that wasn't that impressive nor interesting. But then a little bit later in the day, they came out and, and to be perfectly honest, I wasn't expecting them to release a full trailer for the series. Although from, from what I gather, this appears to be a full trailer for the first episode a lot of people seem to think this is like literally all of this is coming from the first episode. So no shit. Um, I considering how late in the game they started filming things. I mean, they were making casting announcements as late as uh, geez, like a month ago. Maybe they were still announcing some castings and stuff. So that they have this much stuff done, uh, and at the quality that they delivered it at, I'm pretty impressed uh, that they were able to to churn out a, a full length trailer. So that is what we are going to discuss. Although Ben did bring up a valid point, even though it is not officially Star Trek, there is a Seth MacFarlane comedy series coming to I think uh, Fox or something in the United States. Of course, States. it's Fox. He's not getting on any other network. Yeah, and do you think it'll have a wise, cracking British character who speaks like this? That's probably the robot. Mm. There, there is a robot, so I'm sure. I bet you there'll be, there'll be an alien they introduce like later on in the season that um, he gets yes, to voice. Yes, yes, excellent. I imagine he'll say, "Is that is it, Mr. Burns?" Uh, yeah, I was about to say that went into Burns territory. Yeah, I apologize. It's not it's not Star Trek per se, but it is very Star Trek ask called the Orville, and uh, we'll talk about that in a moment. But the it feels main... like six episodes would be would be good of the Orville. Yeah, uh, we should note that uh, originally uh, this Discovery show was slated for ten episodes. I want to say or twelve. I'm not. I don't remember the exact count but uh after this trailer was released cbs also announced that they upped the episode order to 15 so they're and going is, to... this is only going to be online right uh cbs all access deal? in the states with the exception of the first episode which will air on cbs proper and then okay. after that every week on cbs all access or your torrent website of choice uh or unless you live on unless you live in literally any other country then you get to watch it on netflix like a normal human being Really? Uh, yeah, Canada, Mexico, huh. England, Holland. I'm sure. Or if you have access to a good VPN server, but oh, you can oh, Wales. Okay. Well, actually, they don't have internet there. So. No, not not yet. No, no. Various various portions of Ireland. No um, shit. Huh. Will have access to it. Netflix, uh, but they will be they won't be delivering it in the bingey way. It'll be delivered uh, uh, an episode a week. Uh, so they aren't going to release everything all ahead of time, unless, of course, somebody hacks some shit like they did with Orange and the New Orange is the New Black and then release everything. But 
yeah. Oh uh, shit! Do you know I completely forgot there's a. Is there a new series of that on yet? Has it started? I think it leaked, didn't it? It did leak. The series hasn't yeah, they leaked yet. It. And... Oh, okay. Somebody Good, did. I'm watching somebody... Kimmy right now. Yeah, and Sorry, Kimmy's out like as well. Real Wait, we're really. Yeah, we're me too. Really... I just started also. We're really deviating. Because uh, <laughs> I'm like, oh, me yep, too. I watched I'm already two episodes into Kimmy. Um, shit. Uh, ben, I want to. I'm going to start with you, uh, mm. and then I'll go uh, to Aaron. What were your thoughts? Uh, on this trailer for Star Trek Discovery because this has uh, I mean it's Star Trek so there's always going to be a lot of divided opinions but I feel uh, more divided than usual given (laughs) what the people making the show have said about the show and then what they have delivered to us in video form here so uh, I mean actually you know before I get before you say something I actually want to find this out from Aaron was that a legit surprise like when we told you that this was supposed to be in the prime timeline like had you not read any of the stuff that said it's supposed to be a prime timeline tv show i still don't believe it man because it, it looks jj verse <laughs> through and through i got excited for it i was like this is dope because they could connect you know what i mean eventually like yes i don't it, it looks just yeah it, it looks like any of the star trek movies that have come out like the past couple of years like, it's mm-hmm. I, I don't understand how it's prime i don't i don't get it I mean, I feel like I feel like I've got answers, but I don't think they're set. I don't. I, I don't find I don't find them satisfactory, and I don't know if anybody else is going to find them satisfactory. But I believe I have answers to them. But before maybe we the, get maybe the that, eventual plan is for them to reboot the Prime series. I mean, maybe. and have it follow this show. I don't. Huh. Uh, before hmm. before we get into any of that, uh, I don't get how they're not connected. <laughs> uh, yeah, Ben, what were your Ben? What were your thoughts? I, I I imagine a lot of them similar to mine. But how, how did you? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I I don't get um, I don't get the the look of this at all. There are a couple of scenes in it. Weirdly enough, the scenes um, presumably on uh, uh, actually I don't know where they are, but the the Klingon scenes um, those look more Star Trekky. And there's a few scenes that have a sort of DS Nine look to them, um, which I quite like. But then, yeah, so much lens flare, and I don't know whether this is just the sales pitch um, trying to grab a new younger audience and making it look like relevant and look familiar to them as to what they think Star Trek is, yeah. um, or whether this is just um, a horrible, horrible mistake. <laughs> I don't want it to be that. I want to hear your answers. I want to know what you think about it. Ah, uh, well, I mean. I, I think you hit the nail on the head. I think they are... Uh, and look, these might just be personal hang-ups. And, and if they're just my personal hang-ups, that's fine. I can I can own those. Those are my problem, not CBS's problems, uh, about visual aesthetics and things like that. Uh, I feel like they are coming at it from a perspective of the visual aesthetic isn't that important. What's important is that the story continuity is the prime timeline. And they wanted to make it look like something that uh, a younger, newer audience would recognize as opposed to something they might not recognize as much. Uh, And they want to try... I guess they're hoping that fans of the Prime Timeline aren't going to care. And I'm sure there probably are some. In fact, I know there are some who don't care that much about the the visual look of the show. Uh, I think their hope is that they're going to capture more younger or newer viewers uh, than they will lose older viewers I guess is what their their hope is and I think that's probably the reasoning they're doing this. I think that's also the reasoning behind the Klingon. I mean the Klingon look is like the thing that people really jumped at right away because these things at best look like the JJ Klingons but even then they don't look all that similar to them. They still look different. Uh, 
I don't know about you, Ben. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what else you've seen or read. Um, most everything well, I see... We might be going to get an explanation on screen of the incident that they don't like to talk about, I guess. <laughs> well, I mean... What's that? What incident is that? Well, this is the thing that explains how we get from um, Shatner era Klingon to oh. Worf era Klingon. Yeah. Well, by the know. way, incidentally, by the way, hang on. I'll try not to disappoint you. Oh, no, that wasn't the one I was after, damn it. <laughs> I'll try not to disappoint no, you. you. Well, you have disappointed me already, Wes. You've fallen... In many ways, at the first hurdle. Let me try again. I'll try not to. Oh God, damn it! Well, well, I was trying to get it, and I can't. Thanks, um, Will. Will Wheaton. Yeah, yet again. Right behind you. All right, steady on, Archer. Jesus. Weird. Don't know what happened then. Okay, we've got some before. Hang on, here we go. No. no. Mayweather. Thanks, Mayweather. Anyone remember you? No. I'll try not to. Disappoint oh well, you. fuck off, Wesley. <laughs> not for the first time someone said that, is it? Um, it's all he can see. Sorry. Say. I was trying to find the. I always get an A. Um, thing I can't find it. Um, I oh, now I remember that. Now I remember that line. Now that you said it like that, yeah, I always get an A. Smug um, little prick. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, 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 I think the the risk with this show is that um, with the, the the Klingon thing is that there there is so much canon content now i mean star trek has been going for such a very long time like like who as well that there is so much in there that is pretty much set in stone and it's going to anger the people who this show needs to keep on board um if they don't do this justice now they know this and you know they're, they're not a they're not a dumb network in the sense that they understand the property that they have, I think, here. Mm-hmm. Um, I just hope that if we're going to have the ancient version of the Klingons, as we've heard it suggested, um, that we have some, you know, they at least try and tie it to the reason why we have that jump and maybe Worf's, ref- you know, the comments Worf made about... Uh, an incident that we don't like to speak of and whatever else. Well, I mean, and they, just... they did, I mean, and they did do all of the, they did do all of the retconning for that in enterprise. Like they did True. explain why the Shatner Klingons look different from the TNG or the movie versus Klingon. Well, they sort of did, didn't they? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, they, they, ba- I mean, they basically did the, the augment, the augment. Well, virus. I got a question though. Like this show is only supposed to be 10 years before Kirk. So yes. how are there ancient Klingons just 10 years before? So presumably, I mean, cause cause this, would, is, this is then, the talk. By, you know, by definition, then wouldn't have Kirk's Klingons been ancient also? No. So I guess so. This is this is the talk, right? That these Klingons are ancient Klingons. They're not from. They're not from this current time. So presumably, they are found. I guess. Ah, okay. Like a lost civilization of Klingons. Yes, that is. Pre- I'm presuming that's what's happening here. Uh, I mean, I don't think that's outrightly been said by anybody, but, like, everybody that's talking about this show or wrote about the trailer, like, any entertainment website, that's how they're handling this. So somebody must know something about it. And uh, I I presume that this is their way of redoing Klingons without having to overwrite previous Klingons, uh, I suppose. Although, obviously, going forward, there's never a mention of these Klingons ever again throughout the history of Star Trek. Mm -hmm. Uh, and yeah, I, so I, I actually, I like the trailer. Uh, I think, and I actually think the show is going to be pretty good. Um, yeah, Doug, Doug Jones, it's gonna be a great addition to the JJ verse. Doug Jones's character, uh, 
Saru, I think his name is. Uh, he's really he's the guy that's like uh, I can sense death coming. I sense it coming now. Yeah. Uh, he looks like he's gonna be excellent. Like, uh, and there's always those characters, and he feels like a very Star Trekky character. He's uh, Alan Rickman, isn't he? Kind of. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the <laughs> I think the the James Frain, the fellow playing uh, Sarek, is did a is doing a pretty good job of of playing Spock's kind of racist dad against humans. Uh, which is weird, obviously, because he marries a a human female. But uh, man, he he's pretty shitty against humans, and he's pretty shitty to. Uh, uh, the main character here. God, what's her last name again? Burnham. Yeah, is that what it is? Commander Burnham, Bunham, Bunham, or one of those things. Um, so, someone clip that up. Him just going Bunham, Burnham, 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 Burnham. <laughs> Burnham. Uh, so they they tease in here that she's like part uh, Vulcan, I guess. Right. So yeah, that was my question too. That's interesting. And he's like, "You're too human. You can't learn Vulcan," uh, which harkens back to. Star Trek Five. When you see Cybok reveals Spock's pain, you remember this, Ben? <laughs> and uh, it goes back to Spock's birth, and they look. They're like, "Look, Sarek, it's your son," and he's just like, "Fuck, so human. <laughs> what a dick." Uh, did he really say fuck? No, he didn't say fuck. No, oh. and he did oh, say like, what a yeah. dick though. <laughs> Spock was like, "What a dick." <laughs> God, that would have that that really would have that would have that would have uh, that would have saved Star Trek Five movie. Is what that would have been. Yeah, <laughs> like if that if that had happened, that could that would have definitely bumped it up a few ranks in the in the, the best Star Trek movies of all time. Burnham, what a dick! Is Sonequa uh, Martin Green's character Burnham? Burnham, yeah, yep. Um, and she she looks like she's going to be excellent. Uh, yeah. as well, and she was she was good as Sasha on The Walking Dead, but. I just don't get why they just uh, they could just easily be like, all right, you know what, fuck it, it's JJ verse, and no, everybody would drop every issue they have yeah. with the trailer. I feel. Like. I mean, but I, everyone would be really angry that they were making a JJ verse series when they're not making all uh, the people who hate the JJ verse. Oh, you're right. Which really shouldn't matter because it's not like it's JJ making the making the TV show or anything. But like it almost that. feels like a fuck you to you guys, like that you know, like some of the more diehard fans of like of the Prime, where like this is Prime, but it's not going to look at anything like that. Yeah, shit. people who are yeah, but I they mean, already did that. They already did that by making a series that's set at this point in the timeline. Um, I think is oh, is like there another the series that takes place during this series? Well, no, no, no. Like Ben, Ben's just saying he thinks they toss up the middle finger just by making this show oh, at, at this before. time in the timeline. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like if they said this show was a hundred years after Voyager, I, I would totally then believe Sorry. it, or something. <laughs> and Sorry. I, I would do a little bit of we, I'd say. Right. Yeah. Like I, I would to- I would totally buy it. Then it looks like that would be a, in in you know in the story, it looks like a, a natural progression. Uh, I feel like it would fit. I mean, but you know, they do take a ton of visual cues from those JJ movies. The the glass. Uh, like the 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 view screen being just a window, like that sort of thing. Uh, a lot of the visual aesthetics, the lens flary stuff. Yeah, you know, I mean, and some of the bridge design and stuff is is also you know reminiscent of like Enterprise and uh, like the motion picture. I guess I'm you know I guess I'm just not a fan of like the really darkly lit bridge, that sort of thing. I, I guess I'm 
I'm just accustomed to my prime timeline bridges. I mean, even the JJ verse movies that, I mean, it looks Very like, I know bright. people mock that it looks like an Apple store, but it's bright. <laughs> it's not like, it's not like, it doesn't look like you're in a, uh, and, and to be fair, we should note that the ship we see all throughout this trailer is not the discovery. Uh, it's not. It is, no, it's the Shenzhou, which is, oh. um, oh God, I'm blanking on her name. Crouching tiger. Of, dragon. It's a breed of dog. I think. Isn't that a Shih Tzu? Oh, oh yeah. That's Shih Tzu. Okay. Um, oh God, I'm blanking on her name, but Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Lady, uh, Michelle Yeoh. It's that's her ship. Oh, Captain um, George. Uh, George, George, George. Thank you. Yep, George. Uh, so all the shi- all of the ship stuff we see in this episode is all from her <laughs> ship, and it's not. So we've actually not seen oh, the Discovery okay. yet. So it's possible the Discovery is going to look different with a a more. Uh, I, so I guess I, I, I'm not willing so to... She, her, her ship could be a tactical vessel, which might explain the slightly darker bridge. Think yeah. about the battle bridges on other Starfleet ships, uh, I guess. Yeah, I'm, un, I'm, unwilling, I'm unwilling to completely say that this whole show has no ties whatsoever to the timeline that they're in uh, until I get to see like the main ship for the show, which they have, uh, interestingly enough, not shown any of. So, uh, and it could be a 1989 Batmobile. <laughs> I will say I, I will say this. There's a shot of them at warp, where the ship like you get a shot a shot of like the warp stream, and then the ship kind of comes in underneath. That does look like something straight out of Mass Effect. I know a lot of people are like, "This reminds me of Mass Effect." Uh, it's mostly the ship design. The well like, on the, the, look of the, the promo poster like. with uh, with her with, with Sneakwa given the the Vulcan Pete. Like you yep. see the ship. Like isn't that discovery in the in, the, in that image there with her? It might be. I haven't taken a good look at the the poster. I'm going back to have a look. I'll have to go take. A, I'll have to go take a look. See. Um, Did you say in the poster or in the trailer? Yeah, on the okay, poster. So, hang on, you blink this. Oh yeah, there we go. Yeah, there's the poster. Um, that is that supposed to be the discovery there? That might be it. That would make more sense. And it doesn't look exactly like. No, that definitely is a different ship than the one that's in the trailer. So yeah, what do you is. think? Like, how do you feel about it? Uh, I mean, that looks okay. That looks kind of like what we're used to. Yeah, yeah, like what you're more along the lines of what you're expecting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a little bit. It, even her ship looks uh, like the ships in Star Trek. It's just the the way they handle the uh, the material and stuff looks more like the JJ movies, right? Like the 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 actual you know the actual look of the ship, like design wise, if you just trace it out, looks like a ship from Star Trek, but. It's the the stuff you know. You can easily see like all the metal plates and stuff. It looks you know, oh, here you like, go, welded together that sort of thing. There's the whole thing right there. Oh yeah, we those are so those are the those are the things that they showed yeah. at Comic Con last year, I think. Um, and they said those are not finished designs for the ship. Like they had since changed. It looks pretty cool. A lot of stuff. Um, yeah, mm. and those are actually those are actually designs based on. I think those are designs based on what they wanted to make the new Enterprise look like when they were going to, at one point, do a second William Shatner and Company mm. TV show, but they instead went with making the motion picture uh. Uh, instead. And I think those designs are very similar to what the Enterprise was going to look like in that second TV show. Um, I'll say this, for a show that's being done for CBS All Access, although I guess I've heard Netflix has actually poured in a lot of money into this, yeah. Uh the show looks really good. So like production wise, this is a good looking show. Oh yeah, it's pretty. Uh, when is it gonna be available on Netflix in the US? Not to like 
until it's completely done airing, like what the what the CW does. Yeah, I, I would say that seems likely to me. That's a shame. It seems more likely than because some people were saying, uh, I think last week or the week before, that there was a bit of nervousness on. I don't know whether it's uh, the network or Netflix's behalf about uh, the US release and saying that um, it effectively it might have a sort of couple of week delay between um, network and oh, sorry, uh-huh. access. And, Netflix. If that, I mean that will be a sign of weakness for the network, but it might be the thing that makes the show work. I suspect. Um, you know, so I mean, I I have faith that the show is going to be good. I like a lot of the people who are behind it, and I mean, even though Fuller is not uh, in on the show anymore, uh, there's still like a lot of people that I'm I'm happier working on it. I like the cast. There's a lot of. I feel like the show is going to be good. I just. Uh, this this first look just left me confused as to because like I said and this might just be and I, I'm not the only one with these hangups but you know and, and they're obviously my fault that they're my hangups CBS doesn't owe me anything but for me if you're gonna do a show that's like right around the same time as the Cage mm-hmm. uh, the the original pilot for Star Trek if you're doing something ten years before and and I've seen a lot of people that were that want it to look more like the original show. And I think some people took that to mean like, well, fuck you. Nobody's going to make a show that looks like a 1960s TV show. I don't think that's what anybody wants. I don't think anybody wants them to exactly copy the sets from the original Star Trek, but I feel like there is a way to take that old stuff and with like new visual design and meld it. Like, I feel like there should be, and like I said, we haven't seen the discovery yet. So maybe those things are there, but I feel like there needs to be at least, some sort of connective tissue to the you know to that timeline to what we've seen before in the in in the original series because looking at this trailer there's like no connective tissue they're just saying well it's in the prime timeline and that's basically all you have to go off of maybe they'll have Shatner play Kirk but they'll digitally de-age him oh shit I mean you could I mean I would be kind of upset if they don't run into the Enterprise with Christopher Pike commanding at some point. Um, yeah, P- Pike's got to be in there somewhere, surely. Yeah, I would be disappointed if they... I mean, and I don't think they're going to... I think if... Well, I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's a big surprise. They wouldn't announce his casting if they cast somebody. Um, maybe that's somebody they wouldn't go out and announce because it would be too spoilery, but... Right. Uh, I feel like you got to take advantage of that. If not if not the first season, then perhaps the second season. When you said when Fuller left, is that Brian Fuller you're talking about? Yes, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's way too busy making things confusing on American Gods. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so ultimately, like, you know, I think it would be foolish for people to look at this and be like, well, this doesn't look like my prime Trek, you know, fuck it. I'm not going to watch it. Um, yes, yeah, no Star Trek fun ever. Well, I mean, there's plenty of them that I'm sure that have said it, but we all know they're going to watch it. Uh, yeah, but yeah it they'll be, be locking themselves away in the dark. Yeah, yeah, it'd be, it'd be foolish to take that point. I'm still of the mindset that I think this is going to be a, a, a good show with the possibility of it being really good, but... Uh, you know, like I said, I'm hung up on the the visual aesthetics. Like, like I said, there's it feels like there's no connective tissue. And as like a canon nerd, uh, and even though I'm aware of Star Trek's frailty when it comes to canon, uh, it it will be weird uh, watching Enterprise, watching this, and then watching TOS, and connecting them all together. Like at least in Enterprise, they give you a teeny tiny bit of connectivity that kind of allows you to transfer over uh, if you're watching them in a chronological order 
like my nerdiness uh, forces me to do more or less. Jesus, uh, really? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you I poor will, bastard. Like how some people watch, like some, like how some people yearly like read Lord of the Rings from cover mm-hmm. to cover. Well, I mean, um, obviously, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> when I, when I, if I, if I want to binge through all of Star Trek, I prefer to do it chronologically, like through, like via the timeline of Star Trek. So wow. I start with Enterprise, uh, and then I actually loop around to like the JJ movies since those are connected to events after Voyager, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So every time um, you watch Star Wars, you start with episode, episode one through three. Surely, not. Uh, surely, no one would ever get past that. I mean, here's really, the, right? Here, here's yeah. the here's the problem. I never used to oh, until dear. I had until I had a small kid. No. Oh, you can't blame, you, you can't should have just a machete order from, from the get-go not even man not even made that an option <laughs> uh I, I i can't help but the little one really likes the the Darth oh. Vader arc so <laughs> he who shall not be jar jar uh, um yeah so what about you ben uh, some final thoughts on the trailer uh well very much i mean you pretty much said it all i, I think it's um I mean, you know, it's it's Star Trek. Of course, we're going to watch it. And as I, I said to you off uh, the, you hit the end of that. Uh, I think it was the Networks trailer rather than the Netflix one. Um, and at the very end of that, you you obviously get the Star Trek audio ident, and yeah, I can't help but you know that that gives me twitches every time. So um, I like I, I like the fact of discovery. I I'm troubled slightly by what I've seen there, but then. I'm just going to pencil it all down to they have to make this relevant. Um, it, it's like it's like anything we love from being younger that we experienced the first time. So I think the last time I think the, the last thing that springs to mind was um, the Elm Street reboot, which um, to a lot of Nightmare on Elm Street fans, they you know they found it mm. horrible for all sorts of reasons. Um, and actually, the reason why it didn't look like we felt it should do was mainly because it wasn't made for us uh it was made for a new generation of people who vaguely know who freddy krueger is but yeah i know absolute assholes you know (laughs) go back and suspend disbelief watch a load of movies which to your younger eyes will just look appallingly terrible um and uh, you know why can't they do it the hard way like we did uh (laughs) <laughs> damn millennials so basically yeah I'm blaming millennials for discovery ahead of time uh, what about you Aaron you got any uh, final thoughts on the trailer yeah Are you looking forward I, to the show still I am actually yeah you know I think it'll be a nice addition to the JJ verse because that's exactly where it's taking place in my mind <laughs> I mean, and I nobody feel, can tell me differently. He's joined us to troll us, basically. That's what no, I mean, here. really, like to me, like as soon as I saw it, I was like, "Dude, this is dope!" Like, I was really surprised when you guys told me, "Like, no, that's not JJ." It seems like such an obvious, you know. And right. I'm more than a than a casual fan. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so anybody who's just ever heard a start a Star Trek is just going to assume this is you know part of the movies. It's uh, yeah. Fuck, I it feel like strange. I mean, I showed it to my kid, and. She's like, oh, they're doing like a TV show based on the new movies, right? And I'm like, actually, no, they're not. She's like, oh, yeah. that's weird. It looks like the new movies. Yeah, it's confusing, um, man. So has, uh, has anyone picked up her adoption yet? Or <laughs> <laughs> the uh, I uh, like the show. I think it's. I mean, I th- I definitely think it's going to be good. It's just uh, it's going to be weird, and and we'll see what happens. Yeah. They may they may give us no choice. They may do stuff on the show that absolutely places it in the prime timeline but uh yeah. you know i just part of me feels like if they wanted to do this should have just done like a just a fresh reboot 
or something, I guess. Just have yeah. the balls to say, we're just rebooting it. Uh, I mean, that would have made a lot of people mad. But, yeah. I mean, a ton. But I think it's, you know, I think you've done kind of like a, I don't know, it's, it's I don't know, maybe this is better that you're only making some people mad now, I guess, as opposed to everybody. I'm but not this, sure. This is like the last uh, movie, though, isn't it? Um, when we all saw the first trailer and we're all kind of looking at this sort of Jet Li kind of whatever the fuck we thought that was going to be and okay the the film uh as it turned out had a number of those elements which were slightly irritating like the really bizarre motorbike scene um but then the rest of that felt kind of more fitting it felt more star trekky and, and oh, so yeah. on so it could just be that um they just want they just want to yeah. have their candy when it comes to re- they want to reimagine the visual style to look yeah. more like you, you, the you, you give it a couple of years and they're gonna you're gonna start hearing rumors about a reboot of of the original series to continue on from here. Oh, Maybe. it's gonna happen. It's no, it feels it feels like they're setting up they're laying groundwork for it already right now. That's so depressing. This is gonna be the slow transition into making everything you know look like oh. that and the best way to do it is to reboot the series from discovery when I, i'm like when i'm in my 70s and um and we're still doing this show because <laughs> <laughs> podcasts will totally still be a thing by then uh and right. um the uh, you know the, the the first trailer drops for uh whatever star trek is called post voyager that's when i'll be happy um but uh, yeah until then all of this other stuff is great but it's kind of treading water yeah, and I'm just so worried that you're right, Aaron. You guys it, gonna, it feels like that's what's coming. You yeah. guys are gonna love this next segue here. Uh, we have to. Uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about Seth MacFarlane's show, The Oroville, but we're going to have to do it fairly quickly, as I have a movie to attend. And if you want to attend a movie, see how I did that? I slid Ouch. right in there. And if you oh. want to attend a movie... Did you loop that up first? Because wow. I know you do. No, it felt like he just went dry on that one. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Sorry, which sponsor uh, is being linked to this? Uh, <laughs> it's the fine folks over at Fandango, Ben. Oh. Thanks for asking. Um, <laughs> Can you hear I, me? Th- <laughs> this is Clem Fandango. <laughs> Clem Fandango. Uh, clearly, yes, I can hear you. Uh, clearly an excellent source for all of your movie ticket needs. Uh, you can use uh, the link at the top of cinemageekly.com or you can go to cinemageekly.com slash Fandango and from there, purchase your movie tickets, your gift cards. We get kickbacks from all of them. We get a tiny, teeny, tiny little kickback from every single movie ticket you buy, uh, which is crazy. There's no like bulk amount that you have to buy. Every single one, like a teeny, tiny uh, fraction of that, we get uh, kick kickbacks from more if you buy gift cards so I'm, we're gonna push you towards gift carding people uh but i don't know there's hey look there's tons of spacey movies out right now guardians of the galaxy mm-hmm. volume 2 alien covenant just came out so I'm gonna go see that possibly tonight they're not star trek they're star trek related i don't know if you got fandango over there in great britain glenn or glenn ben uh, he, he he doesn't know well he might know actually he's been here i'm all, I'm all confuzzled uh is mr siddle on the line with us <laughs> <laughs> he's not. He's uh, probably actually. He sent up. He posted a photograph on uh, oh, surprisingly. Facebook yesterday of him in the back of a, a cab, uh, looking no gonna... a little bit the worse for wear, just saying "been on the spice tonight." So <laughs> no one's gonna no one's gonna believe me right now. But I have my Facebook page open, and his his fucking post is on there. 
Uh, for those of you who don't remember, uh, Ben has uh, a British Glenn, not like our American Glenn, and he uh, he joined us for an episode of the Cinema Geekly podcast where we reviewed uh, Rogue One. Yeah. And after that, I befriended him on various social media uh, accounts, and I was actually looking at the Facebook page. And so when I said Glenn, it was because I was looking at his post, and I was not thinking about Texas Glenn. Uh, who I, whom, if anybody uh, would care to go look at the uh, the the side B episode I did with him, he does not know that much about Star Trek. So we could really uh, confuse um, British Glenn by a load of people just finding Glenn Siddle on Facebook and adding him, sending him friends requests. I think we should do that. That'd be fine. Go do that now. By all means. Um, fuck. Well, I don't know if you have Fandango. Uh, in Great Britain. I, I don't ben. either. I've just tried to find out, and I can't remember. We've got um, all sorts. Of is he a bald fella? Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's a bald, he was... uh, a bald computer uh, forensic scientist um, who uh, is really quite funny on Facebook. A computer well. forensic scientist. Yeah, yeah. Eddie was. Uh, Eddie like, was. And a that Star Wars like the kind of guy you want to piss off. It sounds like he could do some some deep some deep. Oh, I, I stay on the right shit. side of that motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah. And he was uh, and he was excellent on uh, the episode of the podcast we did. So, um, yeah, so that's a roundabout way of saying cinemageekly.com slash Fandango. Or go to cinemageekly.com and click Fandango at the top of the page and uh, pick up your movie tickets. Go see a movie this weekend, uh, everybody. Uh, so, yeah, let's, let's wrap this up. This isn't specifically Star Trek talk, so if everybody wants to just go ahead and hit that X now or delete this from your podcasting application, by all means. But Seth MacFarlane... Uh, I can't even believe this got greenlit to be made into a show. I didn't think, like, especially watching the trailer. This is like, I'm not talking about the show's quality here. It's an SNL uh, sketch, but with a, an epic budget. Like, I'm looking at the, like, yeah, so Seth MacFarlane went to Fox and it's like, I want to make a Star Trek comedy spoof. And they're like, okay, but I want to do it with, like, a Star Trek budget. <laughs> like, this show looks... uh surprisingly really well polished and in a lot of ways looks more like the star trek i would have expected from discovery like the bridge is brightly lit well the bridge Uh, is almost a perfect design between um well actually it's it's more between original series and next generation if you try to picture a bridge between the two that's what they've done for the orville yeah like the all of the all of the comedy is going to be in the plot like, the uniforms, they don't have, like, comedy uniforms. They've got, like, legit uniforms that actually look pretty cool. Uh, like, they're not goofy-looking parodies of uniforms. Uh, so that that's pretty interesting. There's a lot of, like, CGI creatures that don't look shitty. Even by, in, by TV standards, you can get some really shitty-looking creatures. Yeah, it looks uh, like the worst part about the show is McFarlane. <laughs> yep. No, no, well, I mean, no, you're absolutely on the money. That is exactly right. I mean, there is a, I mean, there is a really cheesy androidy character that does look like uh, every fake robot you would imagine type thing. He looks like an early Cyberman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just got like a big <laughs> silver dome with glowy eyes. Uh, it's kind of like a silvered C-3PO kind of, I guess. It's like if the uh, robot from uh, the Will Robinson show ended up banging one of the really weird Sentinels from the new X-Men movies. Yes, you've got. To, you've also got to go back and and go through the trailer a little bit because there's, uh, if you listen to it, there's like a ton of 
uh, Star Trek sound effects in it. Uh, just like, uh, just I mean, anything. If you watched enough Star Trek, like you'll hear sounds. You'll be like, "Oh my god, that's the uh, like that's the replicator sound effect," or you know, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, there's a there's a lot of that stuff going on. Uh, I guess one of the really. Do you think they took the the sales from the royalties for all that and plowed it into the, the Discovery show? That's how they oh, afforded to make it. You right? Got five more episodes because Fox paid them <clears> a shit ton of money. <laughs> perhaps. What I mean, what so Ben? What what did you make of it? Because a lot of basically with a comedy, everything hinges on. Uh, Seth MacFarlane to be doing funny. the same lines he does in everything else, but in a different context. Yes. Uh, which, uh, don't get me wrong, okay, so Family Guy, American Dad, um, everything with possible exception of Ted 2 and that horseshit movie last year, which Aaron did tell me a moment ago, and I've already forgotten much like the film. Um, it, it, you know, it, the problem is it, it's the, the act's getting a bit old. He's got two modes, which is Family Guy in different scenarios and um, uh, smarmy television presenter. Uh, there would be a, a million ways to die in the West. That's the one. Um, and have, have you not seen that movie? Okay. Yeah, no, I've seen it. I've, oh, okay. I've just chosen to forget most of it because of how fucking awful it was. But um, Charlize Theron puts a, a flower in Liam Neeson's butt crack in that movie. That is true. That is <laughs> something that happens. Um, <laughs> she, yeah, you know, and she does it skillfully. Sorry uh, for bringing that back. That's fine. Yeah, oddly <laughs> enough. Yeah. But this is the problem: is a lot of what he does. I guess what I'm saying about it is a lot of what he does feels really disposable. Um, and I think the problem with this is it feels like it should be disposable. Uh, so I can't remember if this was on or off air, but Aaron's saying it feels like it should have six episodes. That's exactly right. It feels like it's it's an SNL sketch that's got out of hand, so maybe it'll have a spin-off. Um, but yeah. then, you know, let's, let's not milk it, hey? Um, if it is just scene after scene of um, slightly surreal one-liners uh, loosely attached to a kind of lame plot then uh, I guess you'll watch it and chuckle and then forget they made it two years later which I could <laughs> live with if it gets a second series and is on a constant loop on BBC3 at 10 o'clock every night with that and yeah. uh, Family Guy and American Dad then I'm even at out. a even at a half hour clip which I presume this will be a half hour comedy God, I can't imagine this being be an no hour more. comedy no you there's no be, way dude you can't no do way. an hour comedy um, well, I, I, mean, I mean, it can be done. I don't know if he can do it. Uh, the network has ordered 13 episodes. That seems fair. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it doesn't say here. Actually, it seems like kind of twice the number. And they're actually referring to it as a comedy drama sci-fi show. Oh, oh interesting. So, the, so oh, it's not right. going to be it's not going to be straight spoof. To, to quote a Seth MacFarlane character, it insists on itself. Um, <laughs> and. I'm not sure it should. Um, I mean, look, wow, I'm gonna... yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, it... uh, by the way, we've got so it's Seth MacFarlane as Ed Mercer. He's the captain. Uh, Adrienne Palicki is playing Kelly Grayson, the oh, first officer. I like her. Yeah. And Orville's ex-wife. Uh, Scott Grimes is Gordon Malloy, the helmsman, and Ed's best friend. Uh, Penny Johnson. I sense a Jarrell. lazy racial stereotype coming up. No, he uh, he voices. Uh, he's a voice on American Dad. That guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's a uh, Norm McDonald is the voice of Yafit, a gelatinous creature. That would be the thing that he steps through. 
Uh, good to see Norm Macdonald getting work. I mean, have you seen Norm uh, Macdonald lately? It's, <laughs> it might be a typecast. <laughs> uh, Victor Garber is on the show as, re- as a recurring character, so he's not part of the main cast. So he'll be the, every now and again, he'll call in or whatever from uh, Starfleet headquarters. He's got his own superior TV show to work on. Victor Garber's just fine where he's at. That is true. (laughs) Um, So do you think we're all going to end up giving this a watch then, giving it a chance? I think so. I mean, we have watched Arrow for five years. Oh, my God. Don't don't, don't include me in that. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, man. I saw the way that fucking wind was blowing a long time ago. (laughs) So I mean, Ben, you are, I presume you are going to at least give this a shot. If, yeah, unless course, you find unless you find McFarlane completely repulsive, then I I don't. But the more I see of him, the more I'm gradually turning. It's that getting way. there. Uh, it's progressing. I don't that, that sounds way. like yeah, that sounds like I've got a real problem with it. And I, you know, I like Family Guy and American Dad and stuff as much as anyone. But I've just kind of yeah, just a little bit. Just just rein it in. He's mm. like the sort of person who I think if you were friends with, eventually you'd. St- Stop arranging to meet up. Yeah. Quite so often. <laughs> Just very slowly, like, oh, I must have lost your number uh, three months later when he finally catches up with you at a, oh, you did, you didn't at a friend's come to, house. You didn't come to my party? No, I had a a, a, a thing, yeah. Uh, well, you know, but hey, we'll see. We'll, you know, why don't we meet up? So, yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, let's, let's exchange That's numbers. It. You give them a fake number. Yeah. You know. For me, I, th- I think my sci-fi comedy started and ended with Hyperdrive. You can't really do yeah. much better than that. <laughs> I mean, so yeah, I think, uh, yeah. yeah, I think uh, I think I'll be giving this uh, a whirl as well, uh, and, and we'll see how it goes. Because I find Seth MacFarlane to be uh, hit or miss too, but I know that he's got. I mean, anybody who knows anything about Seth MacFarlane knows that he's if the, if he's got a passion for a thing. Okay. It's like Star Trek in space and sci-fi and science. And he's only pissed uh, that he only got a really brief cameo in uh, an Enterprise, I believe it was. I'm, I'm just really concerned about the drama part in the description. Same, yeah. same. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, you know, so we'll see. Yeah. We'll see how it, we'll see how it plays out. It'll be interesting. There's one thing worse than him doing um, comedy uh, that's old comedy. It's him doing earnest. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, it'll, hey, it'll be interesting to see if these shows kind of come out around the similar uh, around similar time frames to see how they match up against one another. Yeah, but the shit thing is, the ratings for Orville will be better than um, oh, for sure, at least for domestic sure. anyway for them for the actual yeah. show because of the networks have been carried on. Indeed, or not being carried. Um, well, we'll. I mean, we'll see. We'll go from there. Uh, hopefully, we're, hopefully, some more stuff will happen before the fall when Discovery starts to air. Uh, so we'll be back before then, I hope. But maybe not. Maybe nothing will happen. But I'm sure we'll get more trailers and stuff uh, before the show comes out. And it'll give us something to discuss before the show debuts in the fall, where we will be uh, that's literally autumn. dissecting it. For those of it. you who speak English, that's autumn. Autumn. <laughs> Uh, if you think we go into, if you think we spend a lot of time talking about Doctor Who, just wait until Ben and I get to sit down and discuss a new Star Trek television show. <laughs> uh, each episode will be two and a half hours long. Uh, I was Probably. expecting this. I, look, I was expecting this to be a short episode, just talking about a trailer. We are now at forty-six minutes and counting. So <laughs> that's because we waffled about a whole lot of other shit. Time to wrap it up. Uh, head, head on over to cinemageekly.com. Check out uh, the archives of I'm a Doctor, Not a Podcast and all the other shows we got going on. We're available on iTunes and Google Play Music as well. Uh, I know it's a lot to type in, but search for I'm a Doctor, Not a Podcast. Actually, you could probably just search for I'm I'm a Doctor and we'll be the one that doesn't look like a medical not podcast. A yep. <laughs> uh, and hit subscribe. 
so, uh, for Ben Knight and Aaron De La Osa, I'm Anthony Lewis. We'll be back next time with another Star Trekkie podcast. Yeah.